BTBT is back with podcast episode 47, a special Taster's Choice Edition show. This week, the first lady of BTBT and co-owner of Absurd Conclave and Juice Garden BK, the lovely Rachel, joins us. And special guest who's appeared in three previous blogs but making his first official appearance is my nephew and official motherfucking BTBT goon, Kevin. The three of us have very different palates, and we review and critique three very different, yet very delicious brews. Now, there's some drunk free handling of the mic, so the audio levels vary a little bit at times, but don't worry about that, because it's a really fun episode with honest feedback and a few off-topic tangents, which we know you'll enjoy. Did you know the BTBT store is up and running? Go check out the BTBT store at beertodaybeertomorrow.com and purchase your logo t-shirts and 16-ounce logo glassware today. All proceeds from the shirts and glassware get reinvested in BTBT and allow us to provide you with bigger, better, and more robust content. So get your BTBT goods at the BTBT store at beertodaybeertomorrow.com today. Now, let's get right into this week's show. Cheers. Hey, what's going on? This is Beer Today, Beer Tomorrow. Back at it with a very special edition of the show. We are in the heart of North Fork, Long Island. And uh, I'm here today with the lovely Rachel. Rachel, how you doing? Hello, hello. And I'm here with a certified BTBT goon, my little nephew, Kevin. How you doing? Doing good. I'm happy to be here. How you doing? I'm excellent. I'm excellent. So this is a very special show. This is a taster's uh, taster's choice show, if you will. We have three beers that we're about to run through and talk about for you guys. The first is uh, by uh, Guden Carolus. It's Cuvée Van de Kaiser. This uh, this one clocks in at 11%. So every year on the 24th of February, Het Anchor Brews, Guden Carolus Cuvée, Van de Kaiser Blau, I may have butchered that name, which basically translates into Grand Crew of the Emperor, celebrates the birth of Charles V. This exceptional dark ale ages well, developing a refined complexity and an intense aroma, or rather intense aromas. It's an imperial brew to cherish and enjoy in moderation. And they're really not kidding about moderation, guys. Why don't we all take a sip and let's 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 savor this. I mean, you look just kind of a describing the color for everyone. This very dark, uh, dark brown. Not not porter or or stout dark, but it's like a dark brown. I mean, you get immediately you, you get all these robust spices on the nose. I mean, this is a com- complex Belgian brew that we are about to uh, sink our teeth in, so to speak, right now. Let me give that a try. Mm-mm, bitches, this is good. I, nice. Well, I gotta say, it is. It is really tasty. It's. It smells. It smells nice and. It smells creamy and um and it tastes creamy. It's very. It's pretty good. Yeah, there's a nice malty sweetness there in the backbone. I mean, there's like there's a lot of these different herbs and spices going on in here. Kevin, what do you uh what do you think of this one? This is fantastic. The, the flavor really, you know, it, it pops out immediately. Excellent. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And uh, I know that you're you tend to uh, gravitate to the Belgian styles, the heavier Belgian styles, the doubles and triples. And, and Rachel, for you, I know you're you're not big on those styles, but you do you do enjoy this one, huh? Yeah, this is actually pretty good. I would I can see myself pairing this up with something, you know, like a dessert or something like that. And then, believe it or not, I think this would go well with uh, like even like. A rack of lambs or something. 
you which know? uh which we got going on in the oven yeah. behind us right now. Yeah, that's what we're cooking right now. <laughs> I, I am actually excited to be trying some of this lamb. I cannot wait. Uh, we've been drinking for a good portion of the day. But uh, again, today is the special Taster's Choice edition, a little bit of a shortened episode uh, where we talk about three beers, three specific beers. Now, we started with a big heavy hitter, 11%. Um, really, really enjoying this. Before this, we had a bunch of uh, IPAs and double IPAs. So, Kevin, how do you how do you compare the and contrast these styles? This definitely of, of all the the beers we've had today, this definitely has I think the most flavor to it, the most pop to it when you when you're drinking it. Uh, you can definitely you you can definitely taste the uh, the the heavier percentage of alcohol in it for sure. But it, it's it's blended well. It's not overpowering. It's not you know, it, it doesn't take over the alcohol percentage does not take over the taste it's actually it's blended very well and as rachel said there is a there's a, a creamy type of uh you know flavor to it when, when you're taking a sip and this is actually it's velvety almost right yeah this yeah is, this is definitely one of the one of the better beers we've had today by far yeah and i know that that, that uh you know there is there is some hype uh, a little bit of hype around these beers you know it's a belgian strong dark ale and anytime you do a belgian strong dark ale well you Sign me up. Uh, I, I'm in. I'm in for it. Uh, for those of you beer advocate nerds, this uh, gets a rating of 4.3 out of 5. Uh, but let's give it the beer today, beer tomorrow rating, which is really the most important rating we, we could give it. And we'll rate it on, on three areas. We'll rate it on look, on smell, and on taste. So starting with the look, I, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, we'll do it on a scale of one to five. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, like, that, yeah. No, no, we got to do the scale one to five. But you can do it by points. You can give it, you know, a, you know, four point, three point, whatever. So looking at this, the color, I, I like this. It's it's a nice, robust, dark, deep brown. For a color, I, I would give it personally uh, a four point one on the color. Rachel, what would you what would you give the color? I actually, I I like this color. It's, but then you know what? It kind of also reminds me of like a. You guys gonna kill me, but like a lemonade kind of color, sort of, but like a creamier one. You mean like an alcoholic lemonade? Because yeah, this is sure. not a light colored beer no, whatsoever. That's what I'm saying like a dark, dark. This is like, like a, a cola very concentrated oh. lemonade, dark color. Uh, not, what, am I saying lemonade or iced tea? My, I'm uh, sorry, iced tea. iced tea, like a really concentrated iced tea kind of colored uh, drink. It's a, it's beautiful, and I love the foam on the top. It gives it a nice. Uh, it's a nice lacing at nice the top. Nice lacing yeah. on the top. I would say I'd give it a four. Okay, Kevin. Honestly, I have to agree with Rachel was saying. Give it, give it a four. Uh, I, I get what she was saying about the uh, the type of a, a darkened iced tea, or almost like a, you were saying, almost mm. a, a light cola type of uh, look to it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I haven't seen many beers that actually are this you know specific shade of color before, so it's very very interesting. I like it. Very cool. And and again, just to specify for our audience, this is the 2017 variety of the Cuvée Van de Kaiser by Guden Carolus. So there we go. So now moving on to smell. Just taking a deep... Uh, yeah, so you, so the audience can... Uh, no, there's no powder here. We are smelling beer and it smells very nice. <laughs> no, um, no, no white snow here. Uh, uh, no, no, no snow here. This, you know, I, I get a bit of, uh, 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 you know, the malt definitely comes through on, on the nose. Give me a second. I'm going to check on the rack of lamb. Okay. Ra- Rachel's going to go check on that lamb. Me and Kevin are going to keep smelling. Uh, you know, it, it, there's definitely some toffee there. Uh, you get a little bit of the spice, even even a touch of caramel. 
I feel. I can see where you're getting that from. Yeah. And so on, on the smell, I, I would give it, I would give it a, a four point four point four. I think I just give it a solid straight four on this. I mean, you're definitely more of the uh, beer expert than I am at identifying the different types of uh, specific ingredients that are in the smell, but it's definitely pleasant. Definitely something that you, you, you can't say anything bad about it. Honestly, it's. Uh, I agree. No, I, I agree. I agree. Rachel, do you want to weigh in on on the smell, or can we just assume that you liked it? I like it. Just give me a second. Okay. So, <laughs> Rachel's Rachel's in the middle of a few things here, but yeah. So, just moving on to the taste again. I, I mean, you know, it's 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 full bodied. You know, there 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 are some nice. Um, there's a nice sweetness there. You know, bit bit of spices. It, it, it all comes together quite well. I, I think this is a very well done beer. You know, ultimately, I think I, I would give it a on taste. I would give it a four point four, and I and, and overall, I, I would recommend this beer if you're a fan of this of the Belgian style. I, I would say this is certainly worth drinking. It's not the best Belgian I've had, but it certainly is a quality brew that I would uh, I would drink again in the future. Kevin, on taste, I would have to give it a four point seven. I mean, as stated earlier in the podcast, I am definitely biased towards the Belgian brews. Ain't nothing wrong with that. No, definitely isn't, but uh, this is definitely one of the, to me, one of the better uh, Belgian-style beers I've had, simply because of just the, the explosion of flavor, I think, once it, once you taste it. It's, yeah, it's actually, it, just, it just explodes in your mouth, wouldn't you say? <laughs> <laughs> it, honestly, it's just, uh, it's a great, the combination of flavor, it's great, and like I said before, the, uh, the, the the percentage of alcohol does not overpower uh, the the taste. It's uh, it's 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 a great Belgian style. Honestly, great. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. So I'm enjoying this. We're about to finish this, and then we're going to move on to another beer. But um, I have to say, Kevin, I am excited about the 25th anniversary of Raw coming up. Ah, so am I. Especially somebody who grew up during the Attitude Era when wrestling was at its peak. It's it's going to be great to see a lot of these uh, old school guys come back. Absolutely, and th- this is going to air after Raw airs, but um, it's gonna it's gonna air the same week. But yeah, a whole whole bunch of um old school uh, or you know old school Attitude Era guys are are being lined up and and gals. You even said too, was like you were you were telling me the um the list of people. There's even some people from uh you know this this is before my time, but you grew up in what they call the golden era with, with the '80s. So this you said Ted DiBiase is going to be there. Yeah, some of the people too. So I'm hoping maybe we get a Hogan. If, they, if Hogan comes out, I might mark out. If- what you're gonna do, brother? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would love if Hogan came out. I know they got some issues there uh, uh, with the WWE and such, but honestly, I, I would mark out hard if Hogan came back. Uh, and then who knows? You know, uh, uh, Stone Cold, of course. I think he's gonna be there. He's gonna stun at least a couple people, drink a beer or two. Oh, I hope I hope he stuns a few people. <laughs> and then we got um, who else we got going on there? We, uh, you know, a whole whole ton of people. So I'm I'm excited. This could be one of the last for the old school wrestling heads. For the you know the people who like the golden era and more so the people who like the attitude era, this could be one of those last big events where. Me. I mean, I know both of us we were kind of on the same page. Whereas uh, maybe the in-ring quality, as far as the athletic ability, is probably the highest it's ever been. But the entertainment value, as far as the storylines and you know, the booking, not you know, it's, it's not not as good as it could have been. So it's really disappointed in the product overall. Over the last, you know, you know, five to ten years or so, but so the little, uh, little nostalgia kick it will will kick in during this 
25th anniversary, and I'm very looking forward to that. Absolutely, absolutely. But I agree. I, I think the in-ring talent today is probably better than it's ever uh, ever actually been. But with that said, uh, I do think as far as storytelling, in and out of the ring, just set uh, setups, build-ups to matches, and then the stories that are told within the matches, I feel like uh, you know the golden era and then especially the attitude era – there, there, there's no comparison. I think the golden era had, you know, was all about focusing on characters. So I think for the most part, the golden era had bigger characters. But I think the Attitude Era brought together the characters and the storytelling, and then pushed it to another level because of the whole Monday Night Wars. Yeah, I was about to say that, yeah. Yeah, and also the you competition. know, with the competition, you had to pull out all the stops every week to make yeah. sure that you had the best possible product. product. Yeah, yeah, and then of course with ECW as well, uh, pushing them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, excited for the Raw 25th anniversary excited to see what happens there. Rachel has rejoined us. Uh, so, Rachel, you... So I, I feel like I missed out a lot. You, you, missed a, you missed a bit, but if you want to give your... Because we're about to move on to the next beer. If you want to just kind of give your final uh, opinion on, on, on the smell and on the taste and then kind of overall of the 2017 Cuvée Van de Kaiser Guten Carolis Belgian Dark Strong Ale weighing in at 11% ABV, please describe this mahogany color delight that is currently in your hands. Alrighty. All right. I already said the color. Um, I gave it a four. Now I'm up to the smell, right? Okay. It has a nice sweetness to it. That's why I think that it would pair nicely with a dessert. Um, and usually I tend to go for something sweet. I like I like sweet. I would definitely give it like a four point three. Okay. Sweetness. Well, smell overall. Oh, right? for smell. <laughs> I'm like I usually like sweet, but honestly, it has a very nice uh, aroma. Very, very uh, sweet. Very, uh, but it's not too uh, not too sweet. So it has like a nice little balance. It has some nice balance to it. So I'm yeah, it is it. finely balanced. Um, what is the last category? Sorry. Oh, uh, and then overall. Then okay, overall, I would give it a four point two. Okay. <laughs> Fair, fair. <laughs> and that, that's little Derek in the background. So fair enough. Okay, so now we are moving on. Uh, people, please, uh, please finish. Um, well, you've got quite a bit. You, you, you can take your time. Yes, uh, you can take take your time with that. We are moving on to the next beer. Kevin, can you please hand me the next beer? Uh, number two on the top three. Now we're going with is this real life IPA from Single Cut, based out of Astoria, Queens, my home. Seven point two percent. ABV, uh, single cut. What can I say about these guys? I mean, they, you know, they say mastery knows no shortcut. They are awesome. I love what they do. This is actually, I, I don't know if this is for real, for real, but they did say this is the final run that they're doing of, of is this real life, and then they're going to retire it. Uh, it's one of their classic. Wait, I don't know. I, that's a question. I got to shout. You know, I got to get at my man Action Bronson, Dan Bronson, over at Single Cut, and I got to ask him what's going on, why they're doing this. But this is one of their classic single IPAs. Uh, they describe it as having, you know, a full of sweet grapefruit, touch of dark mango, nose of bubblegum, and underripe pineapple. It's you know, it's 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 an original combination of PNW and New Zealand hops. They say it has a total of 109 IBUs, but you know. IBUs is interesting. It's another conversation for another time, but IBUs is really subjective and measuring IBUs, the International Bitterness Units, is, is actually a bit difficult to do and what some people say and how to measure it measure it, and the way it's measured is, is oftentimes not in alignment, but who cares? Good beers, 
who cares how many IBUs it is? It's 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 a bitter it's a bitter juice bomb, and and we are excited here. We're about to uh, we're about to uh, uh, give this a try, and I'm getting excited as Kevin is pouring it. It's, well, it, I finished my drink. Wow, Rachel, you did pound that. Yeah. So props to Rachel. <laughs> Thank you. She Thank caught you. up <laughs> quite quick. And now we are, again, we're moving on to Is This Real Life? And this was actually just released in can form on Wednesday the 10th. So super fresh beer. Super excited. Cheers to, to all. Wait, I have to give uh, Kevin props on the pour. Look at that. Kevin, excellent with the pour. There, there's a nice bit of uh, white lacing that that's retained throughout i mean who doesn't like a little bit of head and it's (laughs) it's he poured it out evenly and 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 um let's all give this a taste let's take a moment here cheers 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 not salud salud prost let's give this uh, a taste one of the Mm. last few that is nice that is a really well done ipa i am i am a fan uh i am a big fan of is this real life? Love the name. Oh, this you know what? Honestly, this is kind of sad that they're actually going to stop this. It's mm. it's really good. I hope it's just a marketing gimmick to get people to buy more of it. Because <laughs> like, hey, we're we're selling out. You better get it. Yeah, because this is this this is a really good, really good brew. It's solid, and you know IPAs. It's a big IP. You know, it's around standard for IPAs, but you know, it's it's a big beer, and the fact that it's it's a little over seven percent or so. But it's it's um, it makes it, it you know it's it's certainly very sessionable. It's a it's a beer you could have more than one in a session of. Like you 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 could drink more than one of these in in a session. And uh, sorry, there, there's two small children in the background playing Nintendo 2DS, and they're 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 attempting 3DS. Sorry, 3DS. It's not it's not. I'm sorry. It's 3DS. It's 3DS. It's uh, yes. It's it's it's, it's X the XL version. So, no, yeah, it, this is this is a damn good beer. I really like this. Uh, I, I I'm a fan. So let's just go. So so from the smell. Well, actually, I'm sorry. Let's start by the look. I mean, the coloring. I would say the coloring. There's nothing spectacular about the color. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a very nicely colored beer, but you know the coloring. Stand out. Yeah, yeah. I, I would agree. It doesn't necessarily stand out as far as the coloring. Uh, and Rachel, would you agree? The coloring, it, I mean, it's pretty, I mean, it's a beer. Yeah. It looks like you're... Not, not standing out isn't a bad thing sometimes. Yeah. It's solid. It looks great, but it, it, it's, you're not going to pour it and think, wow, like I've never seen something like that before, you know? Yeah. Fair enough. And, and, and I think that that's fair. And that's not a detraction to the beer. It's a great beer. But, you know, it kind of, the co- the, the coloring is is indeed... What it is. Uh, moving on to to the smell, you know they, they did they did mention a few things uh, in in their description being single cut, and I think for the most part it's kind of on the money. I, I definitely I definitely get citru- citrus, mm-hmm. uh, citrusy fruits. I definitely get the mango. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Oh yeah, you can you definitely smell the mango. Yeah, the mango is is pretty pronounced, and I always like that in IPA, and 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 you know that that of course you can contribute to the hops, but. The look is about a four. I'll just give it a four because it's standard run-of-the-mill. There's nothing that, that separates this from a look standpoint to other IPAs. The smell is very nice. I, I would give I would give the smell at least a 4.5. I would have to agree with that. Uh, and then this is coming from somebody who is not a huge fan of IPAs or double IPAs or anything like that. I know that, that IPAs and double IPAs are definitely more your 
Yeah, they're in my territory. wheelhouse. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, as we uh, said before, I'm definitely more of the Belgian style. But this this smells fantastic. Uh, you definitely you can get the citrusy and uh, the mango the mango in it, and this smells fantastic. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, I agree, Rachel. Any any final words on the smell? I well, you know what I I when I sniff. Wait, hold on. Sorry. Um, taking a sniff. Honestly, I I get really nice tropical, you know, notes from it. So I would definitely give it a like a yeah, like a four point five. I would agree. It's very nice. It's a very nice to the nose. Then when you taste it, it's really refreshing. Mm. It has that nice refreshing um, taste, and it's also and it's delicious. And what's really cool is that you know what it's not, it's not sweet, sweet, sweet. It has like a nice subtleness to it. With uh, well, like it's like a nice balance between like sweetness and bitterness, and I think it's that IPA. Uh, I like what you said about uh, like the, the the tropical, you know, tropicalness to it, because I, I I could see myself, you know, vacationing, you know, on a beach, just relaxing and dr- drinking a few of these, just you know, cut loose and, and you know, start off a, a nice afternoon. It's definitely. It's got that type of vibe to it with the smell and the taste. Yeah, and what I also like about this, a lot of the IPAs and double IPAs, they tend to be super bitter. And and this has a nice bitter kick to it, but the fact that the bitterness is not at the forefront makes this a more a more sessionable IPA. Yeah. I like this beer quite a bit. I would say my rating as far as taste, I would give it a four and a half. And then overall, and again, we're not averaging these numbers out. We're just kind of talking shit off the top of our heads based on how we feel but and that's what drinking beers is you know it's how you feel how you like the beer it's your palate it's your taste it's subjective but fuck if you don't agree with me i think this overall 4.4 four and a half i would say you know four four 4.4 i would say 4.4 overall factoring in look smell taste All right. so i mean taste wise <clears throat> i would definitely give this probably a 4.3 as somebody who's not a huge fan of IPAs, this is actually something that I would very much enjoy to drink. Um, I would, I would definitely have more of this. I would, I would definitely, you know, want to keep keep drinking this if we, if we had more to taste. This is actually a very, very tasty beer. Overall, I would have to give it just a probably a, a solid 4.0. You know, it's nothing. Um, mostly, mostly just because I think the 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 look of the beer. Uh, as far as it, since I don't know, Kev. I, I, don't know. I thought for a second you were gonna give it a lot more than that. <laughs> no, I think I think just because the, the look is nothing special. I, I no, think, I feel like the average look kind of will will take down the total grade, but the smell and the taste of it is just it's. It brought it's, it up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it did. And you know what? The, the, there's there's bigger and better IPAs, but but for what it is and how it is, and and especially if you want to extend your drinking and you like this style. That's why I gave it the rating I did, but I respect Kevin's rating. No, no, no. Look, hey, it's subjective. You're you're an IPA guy. No, that's true. That's true. I'm honestly not. And honestly, one of the reasons why I like this beer a lot is based off of what you said, where you said the the bitterness doesn't hit you all at once. It's it's more kind of like an after. You get all this, this, you know, these flavors, and then the bitterness kind of comes afterwards. What I I never liked about IPAs and double IPAs was that the bitterness kind of just assaults you yeah yeah <laughs> well you know people call them palate wreckers because yeah. you go you yeah. go for an ip especially a double ipa i would i wouldn't start my night with an ipa though 
Yeah. But this would be one that you kind of could, though. That's that's why. Yeah, this one is okay. This is what this is something you could start your night with, and you could keep drinking throughout the whole night. It's not. It, it doesn't overtake. You know everything else. You know, I have to say that I'm a fan of the sours. I know that you are. Yes, I do. I know that you are. And I, and I wasn't expecting that, to be honest. I was really not expecting to be a huge fan of the sours. But you know what? Trying different uh, different sours um, from different uh, from different brewers, I gotta say, I'm becoming a fan. Sours, are absolutely, good. they are. They are. Yeah. And Rachel, any, any final words uh, on your rating on this beer? Okay. I know, I know, oh, you're not oh, a big. We're taking, we're taking it back to the IPA. And this is what's interesting here. We have three people here with three very distinct styles and preferences. So now you heard me. You heard Kevin. Shout out to my little nephew. And now, my lovely Rachel, what do you think? All right. So, I would definitely say a solid 4.3. That's pretty high for you, for an yes, IPA. Yes, I know. I know. I'm not a huge IPA person, just like Kevin. Not huge, but what I have to agree with Kevin is the fact that this, you know, the, the bitterness doesn't assault you right on the, for, uh, you know, in the forefront. And because, in my case, I'm not a huge on... You know, huge on IPA and all that. And it's because of the bitterness. I'm not very big on bitter. But you know what? This is nice. It starts off. It's not sweet, but mm-hmm. it has that nice little tropical feel in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you know, it's subtle. And then at the end, it ends with a nice little bitterness to it. So it's yeah. it's a nice drink. It's really genuinely, mm-hmm. if you're not in, into IPAs and you want to just give it a try, I would say give this one a try. Before it's done. Yeah. <laughs> so what, I mean, technically, when is it supposed to be, you know? Well, this is their last run. I know they still, I believe when, they still have cans left at the brewery. So and this is like literally the last batch? They, that's Kev, what I heard. Like, hello? This is good. I, I mean, I would recommend I anybody to get this because they, they're definitely so, not lying when they say they have the, the citrus and the, the sweet mango. You can definitely taste it immediately. It's, one of, you know. It's okay, so we lucked out. This is like one yeah. of the last batch. If you if you're listening right now, go run to the uh, signal cut if you're nearby. Get the last one. This is your last chance because they swear that this is uh, this is done. But you know what? Maybe they're trying to mix it up. Maybe they're trying to put something new. Well, anything single cut does, I'm with it. And I got to be honest, they're also doing a wide distribution. I love single cut. I I try to get out there as often as I can. But you know what? This I actually picked up at a local spot, at a local uh, uh, beer shop. So, you know, go to the brewery or or try to find it in your local spot if you are local as far as New York. Yeah, it's worth it. I like it. Cool. Okay. Uh, any any words before we move on? Or are we ready to move on? I think we're ready to move on. To All right. One. So here is our last beer of the evening. I'm excited about this. I think you guys are going to oh, like this. Come on. This is not the last one for the evening. No. The no for the this is the last one for the for the for the show. I mean, there's been there's been there's been several before this. I mean, before this, I, I can't even. I mean, we had a fat tire from New Belgium. We oh ha- my gosh, I have to say, I really, really like that one. And I gotta be honest, that's wait, 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 what? I, well, I'm like, okay, educate me. I'm not very, you know, I it, can, I can pretend to be like super savvy when it comes to craft beer, but in reality, I'm not really am. But so, wait, what kind of beer is flat tire? Technically. Is it is it flat tire? Uh, so is, oh, it, is it fat tire? Oh wait, I thought it's flat tire. No, I think it's it's a fat it's fat tire. Oh damn, uh, I'm totally and messing it up. That's too. okay. And the beer you had, funny story. So my dad has a wine cellar, and he'll store you know some of the beer there uh, occasionally. And this beer, 
that we had was pretty old. I gotta say, and in and and, and yes, and, and shout good, out to no. fat, it was a fat tire amber ale uh, from New Belgium Brewing Company. And I know, I understand they're they're not exactly setting the world on fire, but basically it was it, it, it was an amber ale. And you know what? For what it was, it it was it was kind of an easy drinking. It was an easy drinking brew. As you said, it wasn't going to set the world on it, fire. It doesn't set the world on fire. It's a nice fire. transition beer in between, yes. between what, we were, what we were drinking and what I, we were I, No, no, no. I got to say, I Especially, really like that one. I could drink that all night. What was that one beer, the 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 blue pale ale? What, what was that? What was, I love So that. before that before great. this, uh, we also had, we had several beers. Okay, so we oh had <laughs> we, several. Yeah. How many? Yeah. We had the... Uh, the Blue Box, 10.5% by uh, Mustache Brewery, which is actually a Riverhead, local Riverhead brewery. And that blew me away. That was oh, man, so good. I didn't have any of that. That was... Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You missed... No, no, no. Up. It's okay. We have we have one upstairs. Yeah. There's, there's one left. You got to try some of the, the last one. All right. It's, uh, yeah, that, was, was... that actually really surprised me. So, yeah. shout out to my pops. My, my pops actually picked up a four-pack. And then he uh, he ended up getting it from the supermarket, but he called the brewery because he's like, I'm just curious, like, you guys have this in stock? And my dad actually, the person who picked up, he actually said, you know, congratulations, this is a really good beer. Yeah. And they said, well, thank you, thank you for letting us know. So, um, amazing. I, I think they appreciated yeah. that. Come on. If what he was telling me too, he said that he he kind of came across the beer by accident. So th- this man, his wine knowledge, even somehow. Uh, Allows him to, to guess right on on, the, on, a, on a random beer too. Yeah, I mean he knew he knew we were coming out here, so he's like, "Let me get some beers." He was, and and you know what? His beer palate is really good. He likes he loves the Belgian styles, and he likes the IPAs and double IPAs, and and that that blue box from Mustache. I've had several beers from Mustache. That was the best beer from Mustache I've ever had. I feel like I totally got gypped right now. You did. I, we have one left. There's one left. Right. I, better, I better get. I better get some. You will. We also had uh, a Mad Fad Fluid from Innerborough. Shout out to Innerborough. Oh, Mad Fad it? Fluid is one of my favorite beers. That, uh, well, my favorite beer that they do, and one of my favorite beers that comes out of New York. Love me some Mad Fad Fluid, which of course is an ode to uh, to Nas. Shout out to Nas, Queens all day. And then we also had Kevin. Help me jog my memory. What what else did we have? You can what tell you, how many drinks. Oh, we, we, we had we had Strap Hanger, which Rachel, you want to tell the story really quick? So Rachel walked into KCBC oh like a God. pro. She was trying to get a sour. <laughs> wait, 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 correction. I am not a pro. That's like, that's like, yeah, let's get that clear. But you walked in like a pro. You came in with your growler in, in, your, in your fancy Gucci bag. You had the growler and you were like, I want, I forget which beer we were trying to get. But they ran out of that sour because that sour was super dope. I forget the name right now. It escapes me. But they, totally they, they ran out of it literally a day before you went on there on tap. We wanted to get some some in the growler. And tell the story real quick, Rachel. Oh, gosh. Just real All right. quick. All right. So, let, okay. Just so you guys have an idea what's going on is the fact that I am a newbie when it comes to craft beer. I a semi-newbie because you've been drinking craft beer for, for over a year now. Okay, fine. I'll give you that much. So I'm a Not in the excess that I do, but you've been drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I am a newbie. 
So I walk in. I see there's an empty table. Uh, not empty, empty uh, stool right there. Everybody, the whole, it's crowded. Everybody's seated. Everybody's drinking and everything. And I could tell, you know, the bartender looks at me. He gives me this look like, okay, I'm going to teach you something. And I'm like, all right, you know. I'm like, listen, I want this. I want this drink. I totally, I, you know what? I can't remember the, for the life of me, I can't remember the drink either. But you know what? I was just like, you know what? Do you have this? And he just looked at me. He's like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. No, we just ran out last night. And I was just like, oh, okay. And then he just quickly, he just showed me a menu. He's just like, you know, we got like all these other drinks. I'm like, no, you know what? Forget it. You know what? Let me, let me see your cans. So right there, he's just like looking at me like, okay, like you seem like, you know, your, your, you know, your drinks. So I'm like, okay. So I go, so he shows me, he's like, oh, your cans are, the cans are over here. So I head on over to the other side and I'm like, all right. And, you know, I open my bag and I actually have a growler in my bag. And mind you, I'm not like hardcore like that. So the so I kind of just mentioned, I'm like, you oh had a nice God. 32 ounce growler in your bag. <laughs> yeah, we <had> hardcore. <laughs> yeah. So he so the guy's looking at me like, so which can do you want? And I'm like, you know what? I was, you know, I had a, a growler on me ready to get, you know, get ready to get the drink. And he's just like, oh, my goodness, for real. And I open my bag. I'm like, you see, like I have the growler. And then he looks at me and he starts laughing. He's like, oh, my gosh, like his surprise. I'm like, yeah, you know. And and then finally, I mean, you know what? What what drink did I pick out? What was well, the, what well, was the name of it again? The, the the one the one you wanted was Marble of Doom, which is I believe was a blackberry pomegranate sour, which which was phenomenal. Yeah, they, they didn't have that, but yeah. it, but when when the guy was trying to say, oh, would you like something else? You're like, no, I'll just go for the cans. You actually you went for Strap Hanger, yes, and Strap yes, yes. Hanger is actually an interesting. Uh, it's an adjunct. It's a beer brewed with adjuncts, and they use rice. And we all had that before we got on the show. And what did you, uh, Rachel, Kevin, what did you guys think of that? Surprisingly, <laughs> surprisingly good. I mean, obviously, I, I love the artwork on the can too. That just so some of the uh, you know the, the artwork on the on the craft beer cans are just out of this world, honestly. Completely out of this world. Yeah, but that was it was a very honestly. I mean, you even saw. I enjoyed that beer very much. I, I downed that pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, that went quick. No, that was really good. I have to say, it was really, really tasty. Uh, you know, a uh, little pat on the back on that one, on that selection. I picked that one out. I was like, yep, this is it. Uh, but uh, yeah, I picked it out like a like I knew, like, yeah, yeah, this is the one. I want this one. But in reality, I was just like, okay, let, I hope this tastes good. Yeah, and... <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, we didn't get Marvel of Doom, which is a beautiful beer, but we did get Stratthanger, which was dope, and we had some here tonight. I don't remember what else did we have anything beyond that. We had we had a few kids. Oh, we had the um, we had the Innerboro collab that 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 came out. Um, this was a few weeks ago. This came out in December. Um, this was the collab with Tired Hands. This was the pink. Geez, I I don't remember it now, but this was like the collab with Tired Hands. It was pretty good. I, I enjoyed that as well. It was it was a tasty beer. What did you think of that one, Kevin? I honestly, it was definitely definitely good. Um, I wouldn't rank it above some of the things that we've we've, been, we've drank here today. You know, as far as this beer tasting, but it definitely was some that was solid and some that I, I would pick up if I could. It was the it was the double India Pink Ale, eight percent. ABV and now again that was that was in collaboration with Tired Hands. There there was notes of pink grape uh, of grapefruit. There was some. I definitely got the peppercorns. Yeah. Uh, there, there was a little bit of spiciness there. Uh, not overwhelming, but subtle. 
which was good. I enjoyed it. The color was phenomenal. It literally looked like grapefruit juice. Mm-hmm. Good beer. You know, not their not their best. I was I was hoping for a little more when you hear Innerboro and you hear, you know, who they're you know, you hear tired hands, because both these are fantastic breweries. But uh, still very good. It held up after five weeks, and uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit. And see, with me too, I mean, when it comes to uh, grapefruit-style beers, to me, I'm always hit or miss because it depends to me as, uh, how they blend the grapefruit with the rest of the ingredients in the beer. So sometimes I'll have a grapefruit beer like, like we just had previously, and I'll love it. Other times I'll drink it and be a little bit iffy on it. But but the, the one that, but that one, it, it, was definitely, it was definitely good. Uh, I definitely, I definitely yeah. enjoyed that. It was definitely a solid beer to absolutely. To, yeah. yeah. Shout out to my kids in the background getting angry at video games. I, I and I have to mention, I'm excited this uh, this week at Innerboro. They're releasing Ill Plusmatic, yet another Nas uh, reference. Uh, a double IPA, eight percent ABV, twenty five IBU. Uh, excited about that. That's for another show, though. Rachel, yes. So. Tell me what's what's the de- I know you smoke some of them, but just in case you know for those you know the listeners that didn't get a chance to hear this part, like what's the deal with like the hip hop? So Innerboro, who actually was on our show around this time last year, they they were um, you know the, one of the one of the owners Jesse, he's a really cool dude. He was he's, he was a DJ, definitely into uh, definitely into hip hop, and he just has a lot of beers that are that are related to hip hop. There's you know, there's Mad Fat Fluid. Now he's got the Ill, pl- you know, Ill Plusmatic. Obviously, direct shout out to Illmatic. There's several others, and not just Nas related. He, they have many beers that tie into the hip hop theme. They also uh, play records. This is the only brewery. It's wild. Like you'll go in there, and I've been in there at times where they play Illmatic front to back. You don't get really? that anywhere wow. in New York, let alone a brewery. I say, not only do they make great beer, there is no brewery in New York and I'll challenge you and say anywhere else that plays as good music as Innerboro does no question how much beats that 90s you know the the, the 90s hip hop when hip hop was you know what would you say late 80s early 90s hip hop was the golden era absolutely absolutely it was yeah you, you can't beat that I, that actually shocked me when you said that they, they play Illmatic front to back I was there when they played a front to back that's Front actually, to back, hold yeah, and that's, that's one of the greatest albums ever. I, we got two hip hop heads yeah, like, right like, here. Like, like, I don't think there's a single person who takes hip hop seriously who doesn't have that rap album at least in their top ten. At, yeah, at least at the least at least top ten. And they actually did a did a beer collab with Run the Jewels. Uh, yeah, they they did a beer collab with Run the Jewels as well. Uh, good stuff for sure. Uh, digging what they're doing, and then honestly. In one of the episodes, I think uh, I think in our episode, if you guys listen to that, we actually talk, and, and I'll let you guys go back and revisit that, but we bring up something, we bring up a Nas verse that Jesse says, you know what, that would be an interesting name for a beer, and a couple of months ago, they dropped the beer with that name. So that's a little What's fun fact, BTB. No, no, you guys got to go back, check out the episode. It was, it was from last January. Are you going to twist my arm and make me say it? or let, Go back right, and go right, check right. it. Go go back and go check it. But we were talking about this. There was a Nas, there was a, there was a Nas line that came up somehow, and he was like, "You know what? That would be a good name for a beer." And of course, you could see he was like, "Mental check." And you know what? A couple of months ago, they dropped a beer with that name. But anyway, right, cool. we are moving on. 
to the final beer of the show and not the night. Yeah, the label is awesome. I love Grimm. Grimm is coming. They're opening up a brewery in in Brooklyn uh, very soon. Yeah. The you know it's supposed to be happening oh for God. a while. Brooklyn We're waiting is for like it. Crazy. Yeah. Well, it's 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 the border of Brooklyn Queens. It's going to be where. Um, like yeah, it's it's going to be like Ridgewood esque. Yeah, but near where Bridge and Tunnel is. Okay. Uh, shout out to Rich. So now we're drinking Grimm. Um, we are going to be drinking Galaxy Pop to end our show. It's a it's a desert Berliner Weisse style ale brewed with Galaxy hops, vanilla, and milk sugar. Um, this should be served between forty five and fifty degrees. And this is at a four point eight percent ABV. This was bottled and distributed starting in December. Let's give this a try and uh, let's give one one final toast for the show. Here we go. Cheers, cheers, bros. And let's give this a taste. It smells amazing. Wow. So, wow. Grim. I mean, I personally feel Grim. Grim kills it every time. For me, I'm a big IPA diaper guy. And when I want, and I know Grim does do IPAs and diapers, and they do them well, but that's not why people go to go to Grim. They go to Grim for the sours, the tart beers, the Berliner Weissers, and I think this is a very unique entry into that field. I mean, you definitely get the there, there's certainly is a, a the sugary sugariness to this beer, right? But dude, just uh, the the kick to it when you when you take when you take that sip, it's uh, wow, this is actually really impressive. I did not expect this to be this good. It's like a journey in your mouth. Uh, it's it, out it, of the, like galaxy. Punish? No, because 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 literally the beer almost transforms like from the first taste that it, when it hits your olfactory senses, and then when you wash it down your throat, like I mean, it, it, it's like a flavor journey. It's quite different, yeah. you know. It, changes, it, yeah, it does. It, it, and it's a small uh, 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 period of time, but it does right. It's different from when it touches your tongue to when you actually swallow it down. Um, it, it's like a flavor explosion in a way. It, it's a, I mean, it tastes great when you first, you know, take a sip on it. But once you, once you, you know, swallow, you you kind of, you kind of get that last final, that pop, almost like a, like an explosion to it at the end. It's really hence the pop series. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's and a fitting name for it. Yeah. Fun fact for audience: if you guys follow the blogs, Kevin has been on a couple. Of, he's been featured in a couple of blogs. One of them was actually in Greenpoint uh, with Rachel when we went to go check that out. Hey, another, hey. One, hey, hey, and another one was actually again here in Long Island when we were doing a tasting, and one of the beers that we tasted was part of the ga- uh, the Grim Pop series, which was almost an impromptu trip too, because we actually went to. Uh, Toys at Rust to get to, to, get, to yes. get a couple get a couple gifts for the kids and we we, we realized hey the it, you know the brewery's right over there why don't we stop by have a few things and end up being some of the better beers we've actually we've tasted while we've, while we've been out here out east and, uh, when we went to the Greenpoint that trip yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, some of some of the better beers we've had Greenport excuse me yeah honestly I really like what Greenport's doing and we we had a great flight that night we had a couple of other beers I really think what they're doing is is awesome out there but. Back back to this particular beer. I mean, yeah. I like. Wow, Rachel's my, my Rachel. Turn, my turn. Rachel's killing it right now. Rachel, yeah. go ahead. Now I'm a fan, obviously. Like I'm almost done. Like straight up. You taste the vanilla in a in a nice way, mm-hmm. a really smooth, nice way. But yet, well, like you've not, always been a fan of the vanilla. But then, but then I love I love vanilla. vanilla. But then the sour hits you. At the yes, end you exactly. Yeah. I was gonna say. I'm like, you know what? It has like a nice little sour. Almost citrusy kind of feel at the end, and then and and then the funny thing is that you would never expect like citrusy, uh, you know, sourness to mesh well mm. 
so well with vanilla, but they they played it off. They genuinely played mm-hmm. it off. It's literally a nice dessert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I would agree, and that that's how I ordered these beers. Um, I figured, kind of, obviously, I based them on my palate, but I figured what would be a good beer journey for us. And I feel like the way we started, then we went to the middle in the portions, and now how we're ending. I think I think it was is uh it's fa- fantastic. And Kevin, what do you think? Are we, wait, are are we? Wait, 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 wait. Hang on, let's go back. Let's go back. Let's start with Rachel, left to right. Let's go with look. All right, look. Uh oh, so, oh, we're starting with me. Okay, yeah, wait, we're wait. starting with you. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, it's a very pale. Um, all right, I'll be. I'll I'll admit, I'm not a huge fan of the way it looks. A little light. It's it's very light, very and like almost now this is like a lemonade-ish color. Mm. <laughs> like a dark yeah. lemonade-ish color. This one is the lemonade-ish color. But it's you know what with the lem- even though with that, you know, bright yellow color, it's 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 a beautiful drink. Yes. It genuinely is. Like I, when it comes to taste, I, when it comes to aroma, it is delicious. It genuinely is delicious. Uh, wait, wait, hang on. You didn't give it a you didn't give it a rating. Oh. What's your rating? Okay, my overall rating. No, 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 no. Your, your color rating. Okay, color rating. I'm not a huge fan of the color. Okay, fair enough. Just okay. be honest. I'm just being straight up. Um, the the color rating. Okay, fine. I the first number that comes to me is like three point eight. Okay, fair enough. And I'll look at this, and for me, this color is more impressive than the previous beer. Really? Okay. Only because you know, I, I I totally understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, like I don't drink many beers that are this complexion. So I would say a four. I'm with Peter on this one just because, honestly, I literally, I was about to say the exact same thing that you were saying was that the last beer looked more generic. This looks, I'm, I'm not saying I'm a crazy fan of the color, but it just, it looks a little bit different. So I would have to give it, give it a four, probably. Fair enough. Well, based on the color of the, uh, you know... The color, the seems, logo, I, I, you, the color matches the label your, in some weird way. There you go. <laughs> you <laughs> you unicorn. There you go. All right, and now and, and and Rachel actually, Rachel's making us look look bad because she's she, killing this she, beer. She, she likes, likes this beer. She likes it. Okay, so, I really like it. <laughs> I knew you would. I that that's why I added it. So thank now, you, you so now going on to the next to the next round, which is uh, smell. What would you give this uh, in terms of smell? All right, I love the smell. Love it. It is like the vanilla is so nice. It's so subtle, but yet it's so there. It, the smell is delicious. I, I honestly, I would make a candle out of this smell. <laughs> you make, uh, yes, I, 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 I like it's that. It's not like the vanilla is not assaulting yeah. you, but That's it's a- like, it's really subtle. It's really nice. It is delicious. I like it. I would give it a 4.7 for crying out loud. I'm like a huge fan of the smell. Four point seven. That's really high. I dig that. Th- this, I, I really like the smell too. I really like the fact that they are uh, focusing here on the Galaxy Hop, which is which is from Australia. Uh, typically used as a late edition. Aroma and flavor characteristics become more pronounced in the later edition. I, I'm a I, I'm a fan of this hop, and and I'm a fan of what of what they're doing. I mean. It it smells so good. It smells like a sweet sour kind of mix, uh, but it's so delicately done. Where the sweet leads, there's a little bit of sour at the end. So if you're a big sour person, this may not you know this isn't necessarily for you. I mean, you'll still probably like it, but it's not maybe what what you would be normally accustomed to. But oh, wait, it all question. comes together Sorry. quite well. Wait, what? Quick question. Like, what kind? What what is this? 
kind of beer? This type of beer is considered a Berliner Weisser. It's a, it's again, it's a, it's a dessert style beer. The Berliner Weissers typically tend to be fruity, sour beers or sour esque beers, and they okay. tend to be for the after dinner. I mean, you could drink them whenever, but they tend to be for after dinner style consumption. Uh, it, it, it tastes like a dessert beer. It smells like a dessert beer. It smells like a sugary, beautiful dessert beer. On the smell, I, I would I would give this four point four. I would probably give it a four point five, and honestly, I mean. Between what both of you have already said, there's not there's not much left to be said about it. You know, just as you said, as a very sweet smell to it, which then gets followed by a nice soury type of smell to it. It just, but neither of the two, either the sweet or the sour, is overwhelming. It's very well balanced. It's good overall. Yeah, excellent. And now, Rachel, uh, you already finished yours. I know. Let's let's uh, let, let's quick. Let's really quickly. We got to wrap this show up. Let's really quickly do taste, and then overall, Rachel, taste. What would you give it? All right, solid four point five. Fair enough. For me, four point five. I really like this. It was enjoyable, uh, Kevin. Taste. I would have to say, probably. I, I would go to four point six for the taste. I really enjoyed. The combination of the the sweetness mixed with the the sour that hits you at the end, and overall with the the beer, I give it a, a four point three, four point four overall for the, for the beer, you know, as a whole. I really really enjoyed this. And you know, I'm right there with you. I think I would give this overall uh, again in specific situations, right? So I wouldn't drink this all day. I agree with that. But yeah. having this as a, I would have a glass of this or maybe two at tops. And I would enjoy the hell out of it. I wouldn't. I would um, certainly be wary of how I pair it. But overall, I think I think it's it's really nice. It's really well done. I would say again, I, I would give this for what it is. I would say a four point five overall. Rachel, overall. All right, overall. Okay, I've come to realize I'm a huge fan of like like fruity fruity drinks in general. And I would say 4.6. Excellent. So real quick before we close, do we want to go through? I think I know Rachel's answer. We'll start with Rachel. Favorite beer of the night? All right, Grim. Grim Galaxy Pop. Grim Galaxy Pop. Kevin? It's me. You don't pronounce this for me, huh? Yeah, uh, <laughs> Kevin's going with the Cuvée Van de Kaiser. Yeah, that's all. The Belgian right. style. I'm, I'm, if there's a Belgian in it, I'm probably going to pick that as my favorite. That's just... And for me, per, I mean, although all of them are really good, I have to say... I'm gonna go with the Grim. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Grim really? Gal. Yeah, I'm gonna I go. With- not- That's surprising. I, I you, know. You go the, uh, uh, yeah. The single cut was very good, very very good. And honestly, I'm sad if this is the last time they do this. But um, maybe it's because I oversaturate myself with IPAs, double IPAs. I've been drinking them all day today, all day yesterday. So maybe that has affected my palate. But that that was that's shocking. Thought we were gonna have like I a, I thought it was a solid. I thought, we, I thought we were gonna be divided three ways between the three different. Beers. Honestly, I, it, I really it, that. I'll 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 caveat it with saying it was very close, but I'll give the Grim Galaxy Pop pop a slight edge. No no hatred towards the Grim Pop. That was definitely I would put that in second place over what what we drank today. That was definitely it was it was great. You know, it, can't say nothing. Can't say anything bad about it, honestly. Excellent, excellent. All right. So, with that said, this was an official. Uh, I know we said it was a shorter episode. We lied, but thank you <laughs> if you if you listen throughout the whole thing. We definitely appreciate your support. We'll probably end up doing a blog uh, that corresponds to this, so please check that out. But yeah, I mean, this was a good time. Rachel, any parting words? Thanks for joining in. 
I'm actually kind of drunk, to be honest with you. Here, here. <laughs> and and you know what? It's official that the lamb rack is done. It, it's been it's been done. done. We need it, to go eat. Yeah, yeah. It's been done, and it smells absolutely delicious. Um. So I have to ask this question. It has nothing related to beer. I have to ask two questions. Okay. For everybody, and then we're gonna wrap this up. All, All right. right. Uh, first, favorite favorite rap group, rapper, or rap album. All right, Kev, you can answer this first. <laughs> hey, if you're going to go rap group and uh, you live in New York, can you, you do anything other than Wu-Tang Clan, honestly, if, if, if you're doing a rap group? Great choice. I would, I would put Mob Deep okay. in okay. front of, uh, front of Wu-Tang, but, but Wu-Tang is still phenomenal. I feel like, I, feel like I, I guess just because Mob Deep, I'm listening, they were great. You know, they, they came out strong with those first couple albums, but... Man, look at the talent that was in Wu Tang. You had RZA. Well, you had like a dozen guys. Yeah. Well, at one point, I feel like everybody was in Wu Tang Clan. Yeah. 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 I mean, obviously, I mean, you know, Wu Tang Clan is the group favorite rapper of all time. That's too hard. That's another show. Yeah, it really is. Because it it, it depends on what what your criteria is. Do you want lyricism? Do you want you know the the charisma? Do you want the whole the whole package? Like, what do you want? Like, what what, what are you defining? All right, so you're in an elevator. The elevator goes down to the ground floor. It opens. What rapper is standing there for you to listen to? What what, what mixtape, CD, album, download? What's there? Don't even think. Bang! You're in the elevator. It's about to open. It's opened. Who's there? Oh, God, I, I, I can't do that. It's too hard. That's too hard. There's too there's too much criteria between like says the so, rap heads right here. Rachel, too, Rachel, is this is there's, it? There's just too many factors. Heads. There's too many factors. You have to you have to kind of sort through before you can say okay. who like what 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 is your criteria? That's fair enough. Fair enough. Fair fair. No no that's fair. That's fair. Don't Rachel, worry. I'll help you all. Is it the Fuji's for you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, the Fuji's had a couple good albums. They did. Yes, they, they did. did. They no, they did. They really did. Okay. Okay, hands down, I have to say I'm a fan of Mob Deep. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Queens all day, baby. Sorry, Kev. I love Wu Tang. It's because you've been married to him this whole time. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm just saying, you know, I like Mob Deep. And hands down, one of the best rappers I got to say is Eminem. I like Eminem. From a from a technician standpoint, you can say that. I say his ability to rhyme words together. That just make you say, "Holy crap! How'd you? How did you do it's it?" It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. He definitely has. I feel like since uh, all those personal issues came in, came into his life, he has fallen off a little bit. But agree, agree. He, he for a time, you know, in the late '90s, early 2000s, I don't think you you, you could, uh, you know, you, you could do much better than him, much better than him at that time. But man, it's uh, it's it's rough because it, it's 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 hard. Like I said, there's there's too many. There's too many criteria. What do you want? Do you want lyricism? Do you want charisma? We want a lot of things. It's yeah, it's it's a lot. Um, okay, and and final question before we go, starting with Rachel, equally almost I think with I think equally important, Rachel, favorite wrestler. What the uh, hell, wrestler? <laughs> all right, all right, Rachel, come on. Come okay, on. I'm going to give you the best wrestler, hands down. Shout out to The Rock. Okay. Yes, a hundred percent. I'm sorry. I'm a nice. huge rock okay. fan. So, going to me real quick. It's a tie, and I'll give you an honorable mention because I'm cheating. Uh, the tie is between Hulk Hogan and Stone Cold Steve Austin, and the honorable mention is HBK. 
Kevin? HBK is not a bad choice, as honorable mention, um, especially since uh, he co-founded DX with Triple H you know, back in 97. But for me, as somebody who, who grew up with, during the Attitude Era, it has to be Stone Cold. There's, there's, yeah. there's nobody else. Like that, that was the guy. He's the man. He, he foiled all of McMahon's plots. He'd come out. He'd just, you know, he'd raise hell for the good of the people. Doesn't matter. He'd yes. The Rock is the best. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> the Rock is great. The Rock, the Rock is was, great. The Rock was great, but when Austin was at his peak, The Rock was always going to be number two. Mm-hmm. Nobody was going to beat Austin his his hell-raising, Rock. driving Zambonis through the arena to, to beat up Vince McMahon. It was always... Austin was the man during during that peak attitude era. He definitely absolutely. Was. All right, agree. And uh, I guess we'll we we went we uh, went a little off the rails a little bit, but you know what? It's all good. We had a great time. We had three beers. We we three delicious beers that we enjoyed very very much. Rachel, thank you so much for hopping on yet another show. You've been on several shows, several blogs. You are the queen of beer today, beer tomorrow. Thank you, thank you very and, much. And uh, Kevin, thank you for your first official appearance. On the show, you've been in several blogs. You're going to be in several more. I hope you're on several more shows. But uh, thank you for officially appearing. You are an official motherfucking BTBT goon. I hope you had a good time, Kevin. I did. It was a, it was a little a uh, little, little bit of a different stare for me. Never, never been on a podcast before, but it was definitely a fun time. And uh, I, thank you for having me. Excellent. And uh, until next time, no matter where you are in the world, drink local, drink fresh, repeat. Cheers. 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 How did your podcast go? How do you think it went? I don't know. Good. Yeah, <laughs> as long as you like it, I think that's cool. So long as I played the, the Nintendo, yeah. it's good. Thanks for listening to this week's show. We really appreciate the support. Stay tuned because we've got a lot of exciting shows and special guests coming at you soon. Want to find out more about the Craft Beer Odyssey? Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And of course, subscribe to the show on iTunes or Podbean. Until next week, you know what it is. Drink local, drink fresh, repeat. This is Beer Today, Beer Tomorrow, signing off. Cheers.